Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Leafs Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano. You can find me on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. You can also find the show on Twitter at Locked on Leafs. Alright, so it's now day six without hockey with no end in sight. And, you know, these podcasts are going to be a little weird from here on out because there's just so much uncertainty going on in the world but, uh, you know, hopefully I could try and take your mind uh, off of it for, for 20 minutes or so. Maybe not so much today because there's just so much to catch you up on about what's going on uh, in, in the NHL in regards to the COVID-19 crisis that uh, the whole world's kind of going through right now. Um, I do apologize if you hear some dogs barking and stuff. I've, uh, you know, self-isolated myself, much like most of you, I'm sure, have. And, uh, you know, the dogs bark whenever anybody walks past the, the the house or you know they hear some sort of knocking even if it's just me banging my foot on the on the ground but that's okay because you know everyone's you know nothing's perfect at this point uh, in the world and we're all just trying to kind of fly by the seat of our pants and Hopefully, uh, you know, this doesn't last too, too long. Um, we do have some new information that's come out through the NHL. Uh, so I'm going to kind of catch you up on what we know so far. So I think as of now, we're, we can comfortably say that we're not going to get any hockey until, at, until you know, mid-May is the earliest, the absolute earliest due to the 50 plus gatherings restrictions that are now in place through the next eight weeks. So mid-May would be the absolute earliest and that's not even considering um, being able to to train, finishing up a season, you know, so uh, you'd think they would need a couple of weeks to to get back into shape, to be in game shape, ready to go for a a playoff run. So, you know, mid-May until you know, they reevaluate the new gatherings policy. Hopefully the, the COVID-19 spread has stopped by then, uh, or at least has been slowed down significantly. And uh, we can, you know, kind of get back to life as normal uh, or as normal as it could possibly be. Maybe they up that to, to 250 people um, with, with many, you know, tests, positive tests going down day by day. And at that point, you know, you can get a, a hockey game together with 250 people. Because with 50, you, you can't even get a game done. Like, you think about it, you got 20 players on each team. So that's 40. You got three coaches on each bench. That's 46. And then you got four referees, and that makes 50. And you haven't even gotten any other off-ice officials. Uh, you know, a scoreboard clock, a Zamboni driver, uh, the GMs. Like, it, it's just, it's, it's going to be impossible to do unless... You know, those restrictions get lifted to, to even get a hockey game in. Um, a bit of positive news. As of now, there has been no COVID-19 cases yet in the NHL. There uh, there was one player that kind of showed symptoms and, and got tested, but the, the test came back negative, so that was good. Uh, I don't want to, I guess you can go out and, and find out who it was itself, but I don't know if, if, if that is information that wants to be publicized or whatnot, but uh, a test was done and it came back negative. Um, the other thing that teams have been told is that they're being told to discuss with their arenas about the availability of their buildings through July and August. So even if hockey does come back, it seems like Gary Bettman and the league are very much wanting to 
go through with the, the, the season. So they want, they don't want, they still want to do an 82 game season. Uh, so they want to kind of finish it up. And, and if they don't do it, there's, there's actually a lot of different things that are being discussed, but at the very least, uh, they want to get a, a full 30, 82 game season in and then start playoffs. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be really be an option to be quite honest with you at that point in the year. But what's kind of being discussed, um, right now uh, is you know Batman hoping to get in a full 82 and then do the playoffs and have a really 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 shortened um off season essentially like have a draft and 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 free agency kind of right away maybe they shorten you know the preseason and then they move they're gonna have to move back the season at least a month I would assume at least and then play a really tight 82 game season next year uh that's kind of best case scenario so that they're not losing any game, losing any, you know, gate revenue at that. I don't see that being the case, to be quite honest with you. Um, I think uh, the players reportedly have discussed a couple of options. Um, currently, uh, so... TSN came out and said, uh, Frank Saravalli said uh, that players were discussing this this proposal for restarting the season, having training camp in early July, have the season be done by late July, so get those last 10 games in for everybody within maybe a two or three week span. It's, it's going to be difficult, but in order to kind of get back to some sort of normalcy so it doesn't impact next season as well, uh, this is kind of the way that they're going to have to do things. Have the playoffs in August and September. Have your draft free agency and your offseason the month of October. Kind of all of that. And then, uh, like I said, a very short um, regular, uh, very short offseason. And you get back to 2020-2021 to 2020, season starting up sometime in November. Uh, so that is something that apparently players are currently discussing um, Frank Cervalli said that some of the, the best players in the game, so I would assume that includes guys like Crosby, maybe Thornton, Nathan McKinnon, uh, Connor McDavid, perhaps, uh, you know, all these kinds of players. So, so that's kind of one thing that's being discussed by the players. Um, I, I, I kind of, kind of like it. Like it's going to be super abbreviated. I mean, to, to get, to be starting in early July, do a couple of quick training camp, uh, like a, a week-long training camp just to get back into tip-top shape, finish up the season in two or three weeks, and then you got two months' worth of playoffs, which I guess technically the playoffs are typically two months anyway, so I guess that would make a little bit of, a little bit of sense. But uh, everything's getting pushed back here. The other option that Pierre Lebrun brought up that he had been in discussion with another uh, governor in the NHL. Uh, there's discussion of a possible 24 game playoff starting in July and then have the off season kind of start again in October, you know, kind of the same deal, but you know, have this, uh, 24 games, think they were going to scale back to game 65 and whoever the top 24 teams were in the league by game 65, um, for everybody, those were going to be your playoff teams, and they were going to kind of do a March Madness type bracket, I believe, uh, kind of doing it that way. And that's that's kind of interesting, um, opening it up to include more playoff teams just because you couldn't go through the rest of the regular season, so they kind of stop it here and just start up with the playoffs right away. But, you know, for those teams that are still in the hunt, you're not 
they're not going to be screwed over because they're still going to get a chance in the playoffs. Um, and then those teams, you know, the the six or seven teams like Ottawa, San Jose, Detroit, L.A., Anaheim, Chicago, like those teams who are all out of it anyways at this point, you know, they're not going to be in, in, in the playoffs, right? So as opposed to doing a full 31-team, you know, March Madness-style bracket to award a, a Stanley Cup, they're going to go, okay, there's roughly 24 teams that are still in it technically you know, mathematically haven't been eliminated for the playoffs yet. Let's just get them all in the playoffs and uh, we'll start it up in July and then we'll have a two or three month playoff run um, with with a 2014 playoffs. So that's one thing that was being discussed. Uh, but Gary Bettman, he's come on a couple of news uh, sports talk radio shows and he's, he said everything's on the table. Absolutely everything is on the table. Uh, but the one thing that he did say, and he wants to make sure that this season there is a Stanley Cup awarded, but they don't want to just award it in any type of way. They want to keep the integrity of the playoffs intact and also have a champion so that there's no asterisk. Um, here's what he said uh, yesterday on TSN 1050's uh, Overdrive. We're, we're, we're looking at every option. Uh, the most important thing will be if we come back that the tournament or the, the competition we put on has integrity and thus justice to the history and tradition of the Stanley Cup. And and so we you know we we don't like to talk about things that we're just thinking about, uh, but we are thinking about everything because you know you get speculation, uh, and frankly. There's way too much speculation, but yes, everything is on the table, but everything that we're considering has to be right, has to make sense, uh, and has to do justice to the competition. So, yeah, as you can as you can see, he's pretty committed to finishing out the season and also playing next season. I don't think they want to lose any type of revenue, um, and if they can try and get this season finished up and start next year as well and, and, and keep the 82-game pace for, for both seasons and, and just kind of condense the off season. I think that's what he's hoping is going to happen, hoping that they can do that. Uh, I'm not as skeptical about that, to be quite honest with you. Um, a couple other really interesting things, actually, that came out of that overdrive conversation that he had, something that I never actually thought about. Um, what happens to those teams? Like, if they come back and they try and finish up, or, or let's say that the, the season actually doesn't, happen right so this this quarantine this this uh this COVID-19 crisis lasts all the way through till the end of summer and now you sit here and it's July and August and you still can't have gatherings over 50 or over 100 and they decide like we gotta scrap the year because we you know there's no sense in tainting two seasons when we can just scrap one and then next year hopefully it's all all kind of over by October and they can get ready with the 2020, 2021 season um, and go forward with it as opposed to trying to finish it up um, next September. Uh, so if it gets to a point where, you know, these, these gathering restrictions don't get lifted and it's, it comes to be impossible to get this season over with to give away the, the Stanley cup with, with integrity, which is something that he, he said was important. What happens to the teams that kind of went all in at the deadline, to the teams that gave up first-round picks to acquire players that they only ended up having for a couple of weeks before the season shut down. 
You know, like Toronto's not in that circumstance, obviously, because they didn't make any big deals. Um, but what if they had? You know, there was a lot of rumors about how they were interested in some players. And what if they did go out and get, uh, let's say, you know, one of those defensemen that people wanted to get. Like, uh, let's say they went out and got Sammy Votnin for for whatever. We'll just use Sammy Votnin. A UFA right shot defenseman, you know, kind of fits the bill for a player that the team wanted. Well, what if they gave up, you know, a second rounder and, and, uh, and another pick to go out and get him? Didn't have their first. They couldn't afford it. But a second round or another, another pick to go out and get him, just like Carolina paid. And he, they get, uh, technically, actually, he's still injured and hasn't played a game yet for Carolina. But um, regardless, and then the season just ends and they gave up a second round pick and, and a pick or a prospect for nothing. Like out in Vancouver, you know, to get Tyler Toffoli, a pending UFA, they gave up Tyler Madden, who's a pretty good prospect, and a second round pick. Well, Tyler Madden and that second round pick are now property of the Kings and Toffoli only ended up playing two weeks for Vancouver. And then the season gets canceled when that trade was only made by Vancouver because they thought that they were going to have a chance at winning a cup. Right. And, and that, that, that works way more in, in for other teams too. Like, um, the Islanders gave up a, a first round pick for, uh, John Gabriel Pajot. Granted, he ended up signing long-term, but that pick was also to help them for this playoff run. Or Brady Shea, picked up by by the, the Hurricanes for a first-round pick. Or about Tampa, they gave up two first-round picks to go and get Coleman and Barkley Goodrow because they know that they have a small window. They're going to have, you know, next season and the next season, they're going to have to kind of shed some salary. So to go out and get guys now, try and win a cup this season, well, if this season gets wiped out, now you give up those first-round picks for nothing. And next year, you're going to have to shed that salary. Anyways, it's really interesting what they're going to do. He kind of discussed a little bit like, yeah, those are some of the problems that are going to have to be discussed. You know, what do we do? Do we undo some of those trades? Um, I, I don't know. I, I would think that there's no right answer for that because whatever team... Uh, if they decide to undo the trades, all the selling teams are going to be pissed off. And if they decide to keep the trades as is, it's kind of just that's business. Sometimes some unforeseen, th- unforeseen things happen um, to the market. And that's kind of how what happened here. And your stock got tanked. And now you don't have anything. You went bankrupt with that, with that product, with that stock. I don't know. It This is going to be interesting. When things kind of rebound and get back to normal and and they they figure out what they're going to do with the nhl um if this season gets wiped out i I don't know what they're going to do when it comes to that specific case that's kind of something that's really interested me i don't know what they're going to do um one other interesting thing not so much covid related uh but something that he also mentioned in this interview was uh, so Brian Hayes had asked if, you know, the the Olympics, since the Olympics, apparently they still plan on going this summer in Japan. Now, what I don't understand about that is none of these athletes are able to train for the next two months. So what type of athletes are you getting for these Olympic Games? I don't know. 
it's going to be interesting, that's for sure. But what I do know is that apparently Gary Bettman has been pleading for the last 25 years, apparently, that he's been trying to get the IOC to put the hockey tournament into the summer games. I never thought of that, but that makes sense. You know, a big reason why the NHL and the IOC have a big issue with, you know, sending their athletes is because it's midseason and it puts, uh, it, it makes the NHL do like a three-week freeze in the middle of the year. And it's clearly something that affects their business and they don't like it, which I understand. Now, as a fan, I don't really care. I want to see the best on best tournament and I would rather the NHL take a financial hit for those couple of weeks and have the IOC you know, get to, to, to use the NHL players and have the best tournament for two weeks. That That's what I would want. But I think the summer tournament, you know, putting them in the summer games would be most interesting, would be beneficial for everybody. You know, the IOC still gets their, their best on best. The fans still get the best on best. And for the NHL, it doesn't interfere with their season. Here's Gary Bettman on that exact thought from his interview on Overdrive yesterday. I've only been pitching it for 25 years. It's not anything that the IOC has expressed any interest in. And, and based on their unwillingness to accommodate us, it's curious because, and I don't mean accommodate us with the switch to the summer, even in terms of arrangements that we've tried to make in the five Olympics we've gone to in the winter and how disruptive they are because... Hockey provides more ticket sales and more hours of programming than any other event in the Winter Games. And so, among other things, you know, the, the, the IOC will say the Olympic Charter says snow and ice, and that's where the sports for the Winter Games have to be played. Okay, I get that. Uh, but, but it's really the reality of how important the tonnage is, putting aside the entertainment value, of hockey at the Winter Games. I told you, 25 years he said he's been asking about this. Uh, I, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, you know, ice and snow have that in the winter. I totally understand. But at the same time, wouldn't you rather have the NHL players at your Olympics than not have them? And the way to do it is to put it in the summer. Because then, you know, the NHL can't bar their players from going and doing it in the offseason. It's the offseason. They can do whatever they want. That's interesting. I wonder if that'll kind of get a little bit more play. Um, not this year, obviously, but maybe in the in the 2024 Summer Games, which I believe is supposed to be in England again. I think it's going back to London, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe Beijing. One of those two. Um, but that, that was something that was interesting. Also, I thought, uh, that came out of the, came out of that interview. Really good interview though. You can go check it out on tsn.ta. Uh, it was about 15 minutes, uh, Gary Bettman talking about the whole COVID-19 case and, and how they're going about things and, you know, what ultimately made them shut things down. And at the end of the day, it was exactly what everyone thought. The moment that one player, one player in the professional sporting world got diagnosed with, with COVID-19. That was going to shut it all down. And that's what they did. You know, Batman said they had all these, 
you know, precautions in place. They're going to play without fans league-wide. They're going to keep it going, business as usual. But then the moment that somebody got it, that was all out the window. And they had to close things down to stop the spread before it got any worse. Now, luckily, it seems like, as of now, there's yet to be a positive case in the NHL, but the numbers in the NBA keep growing. Just came down just minutes ago, actually. Kevin Durant, one of the four Brooklyn Nets that have tested positive for COVID-19, for the coronavirus. I urge everyone, please, stay home, wash your hands, stay safe. You know, I, I ended up going, uh, coming down to Niagara and bunkering down with my family for the time being. And I saw this great post on Facebook or Twitter, whichever. It was a meme that said, your grandparents went to war for you. You can sit on the couch and watch TV for them. It's true. It's definitely true. So, uh... Let's let's try and beat this thing. And let's try and beat it quickly, swiftly, so that we can get back to watching hockey. You know, as well as so that the whole world could be safe and, you know, this threat is gone. Obviously, that that's, doesn't need to be said, I don't think. But, you know, to, to get back to normalcy, I think we all have to do our part. I'm doing mine. Are you doing yours? Well, I think uh, that's going to do it for us here today on the podcast. I'd like to thank you for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to Lockdown Leafs Podcast on all podcasts and platforms and receive daily Leafs content. You can follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Leafs. And you can follow myself at Mickey underscore Canuck. Also follow uh, the show. I already said that at Lockdown Leafs. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so we'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully, there's uh, some updates as well on what's going on in the NHL. Uh, things kind of just keep popping up periodically, so I'll be keeping you up to date with that. Um, and I'm also thinking about doing some other things. I'm not just going to sit here and talk about COVID-19 for the next, you know, two months with you guys. Uh, you don't want that. I don't want that. So I'm trying to think of some fun other things that I could do. I was thinking maybe I could, um, kind of, uh, do like a NHL franchise mode with the Maple Leafs and kind of live broadcast that or, you know, doing audio, uh, audio live broadcasting. Like I, I, I got to think it through a little bit, but if that's something that interests you guys, I can totally think about doing that. Maybe even just a fantasy draft where I, I pick with my whole, the, the entire team, but you know, I'll be the Maple Leafs. Um, if you guys have any any suggestions on you know what we could do, probably gonna do some top ten lists, uh, some top five lists. You know, best things we saw this season. Um, there's been some talks about you know the Locked On Network as a whole kind of doing some movie reviews. Like we'll we'll all kind of get together. You know, on a Thursday we'll all decide to to watch a movie and like we'll watch uh, Goon and then we'll we'll come come back on Friday and kind of. Talk, discuss it with another locked on podcast member and kind of do a bit of a review just you now just you know just some random fun things because uh, we definitely don't want to be sitting here just kind of dragging about this COVID-19 thing uh, for the next for the next few weeks uh, looking like 
a little bit more than that for the next few months possibly. So um, if you guys think of anything else that might be of interest to you that I could discuss and talk about, uh, please feel free to message us on Twitter at Lockdown Leafs. Message myself at Mickey underscore Canuck. Uh, but be sure to check back in here tomorrow. We'll talk about some other stuff. But until then, keep it locked right here on Lockdown Leafs.